All right, Jess Everett. Hello. We're podcasting and leaving a rest stop. 6.49 in the morning. 6.49 in the morning, the witching hour, depending on when you do your witching. Ooh, look at this chemtrail. Oh my God. I'm trying to get in an arc. <laughs> you started it. I, uh, so we're on our way home from comedy. We've been doing comedy in Eastern Washington for, and Western Idaho. And golf for the weekend. Started in Wenatchee, Washington. Badger Mountain Brewing. Brew Company. The biggest. Brewery. The most eventful part of that is just you bombing horribly for 20 minutes at the beginning. I, think. I got him back though. I ended strong. You did end strong. I had like a strong first 40 minutes and then about 20 minutes of bombing and then got like two minutes of good to close out the show. So accumulatively they sat through 30 minutes of bombing. Yeah, but an hour of good show. Yeah, there you go. Maybe an hour and two minutes of good show. Um, yeah, let's talk about the chemtrails thing, motherfucker. We, uh, we, uh... This actually is a very interesting looking cloud. So... We're driving, it's like, appears to be ready to rain, probably raining on the other side of the mountains. We're, I bet you our trip down the pass, we'll see. Because the last time we podcasted in a car, we were driving oh, back yeah. from Montana, and you were driving, and we were in snow. Through a mountain pass in the snow. Like 25 deer. At 2 in the morning? 3 yeah. in the morning? It was very stressful. It was in April, and it was just like... <laughs> Just <laughs> shitting snow out of the sky in God, Montana. That was terrifying. Um, and then I sat in an airport for four hours waiting for my flight, and you went back to, of all places, where we just left Post Falls, Idaho, to uh, to lay your head down to rest for the night. Um, Which did not happen soon after my return. I was still so amped up from that drive. Yeah, you get that shit too. I get that where like, I've, I might have told this story on this podcast before, but one time I worked, uh, I worked at a canopy company. So I worked at a box factory and then I, before that I worked at a canopy company. And then at one point the canopy company was like, hey, do you want to come make not enough money and work a second job? Cause we could <laughs> use like a one or two day a week guy. And I was like, yeah, sure. That sounds great. Uh, and then but if I worked overtime at the box factory, I'd make like basically double the canopy place. Gotcha. So I had committed to the canopy Two place. most boring sounding jobs. Mm-hmm. Yes, bo and both, well, the canopy company was interesting in ways because we worked right on Pacific Highway. Have you also worked at a plate company? <laughs> I have not. The, the, we worked on Pacific Highway and there were a lot of prostitutes that walked up and down. And the uh, owner's son one time started shooting the prostitutes with a paintball gun. Oh, wow. That's awful. It's very bad. Jesus Christ. Wow. It was not boring. It was not boring. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's not boring at all for both parties. Um, anyway, uh, boy, the, it is 
we really are experiencing some weather patterns here that are not going to be on video and are uh, probably be because of the chemtrails we saw yesterday yeah so we were driving and i did i guess i just didn't realize that the uh so by the way we're driving for a long just as a dickhead we're driving for a long time and all of a sudden there's one trail would you call it a calm con trail? trail all i said was what is that and just Oh, you're a fucking conspiracy theorist. And then there's 14 of them all of a sudden. And I just had never seen them like that. And I've driven to and from Spokane so many times. And you're... I don't know why we're talking. I'm like talking yelling at the audience. <laughs> you're all worked up. Uh, you also were confused why the planes appeared to be flying straight down. No, you fucking so dickhead. you're also a flat earther. You're such a dumb motherfucker. You're so stupid. That is not... That's the, specifically what you said. The angle... No, that's not specifically what I said, you piece of shit. It... Yeah, I, the angle was surprising, and I didn't realize that, like, apparently when flights leave SeaTac Airport, they go directly, like, along I-90. There was a lot of them. You said it, too. You're, you're pretending like you're some... Like, I'm Alex Jones, and you're fucking... Well, I think the quickest way from here. one point to another is a straight line, so it makes quite a Here's sense. the thing. I've literally my entire life been driving that path, and I've never seen Your that Your entire many. life you've been driving that path? I've ridden on I-90 every year of my life. Okay. My whole family is from Spokane. I've always lived in western Washington. I've ridden or driven on I-90 every single year of my life. Go on. But I don't even know why this is this is this is news. I don't I don't know. I just want to know what they were. Why were they happening? I didn't believe that the Jews were controlling the weather <laughs> with them. You're the one that said that. You're the one that said that in a lot of other anti-Semitic things that I'm not going to repeat on here. But I don't stand for that kind of shit, Jess. But you, you know, uh, I would say that I'm Jew passing. Yeah, you would say that. I bet fucking bigot um i've been asked several times oh congratulations that's really cool uh yeah so the uh we uh, once again by the way we've managed to find these hotel rooms we've been in we've shared hotel rooms we've had one night of comedy where we didn't share a hotel room and that was in pasco washington this is the, these are the low level of, this is the low level of comedy we are at where I always, do you, do you notice this? When I, when we go into a hotel room, I uh, always take the bed that's furthest away from the window. Did you notice that I do that? I do it on purpose? I, now that you've said that, yeah, I thought I was intentionally taking the one closest to the window. So the reason that I do it is because I don't want the light. I want as little of the light as possible, and I am the headliner, so I will fucking that if I'm do if I'm taking any liberties as a headliner, it's the when we're sharing a hotel. I'm big time, Jess. I'm, when we're sharing a hotel room, goddammit, the headliner gets the least amount of light. Well, it works out that I like being by the window, so it does. Uh, the folks at Badger Mountain Brewing, by the way, shout out to uh, Sabrina, Badger Mountain Brewing, 
Um, Hilton Garden Inn. Yeah. One of the nicer hotels I've been in in my entire life. Yeah, very nice. Very fancy. I wish that we could have um, gotten a second night there. Most of the amenities, like they had a nice bar, they had a restaurant yes. and everything. Snacks. That's the thing that sucks about comedy is you don't really ever get to do any of the... Like, sitting at the hotel bar means you're, like, drinking before the show. Oh, right. Because yeah. the hotel bar always closes at, like, 10. Yeah. I asked her that because I wanted to go... If, the, if it was going to be open till midnight, I thought we could grab a drink there, but... That would have been nice. Do you... Have you ever drank at a hotel bar? Yeah, that, at the uh, Pasco. Oh, that's... Yeah, that was... That's true. I guess that's a good point. Um, that was the caveat there is that um, the show was in the hotel bar, and so they were open later because the show was there. Yeah. Uh, have you ever done it not as a comic, like not there anywhere else? Uh, I, don't so. I don't think so. I like it. I like the hotel bar. It's maybe my favorite part of a hotel is when they have a bar and you can sit in it. But it's like rare that I'm in a hotel now. Also, when when we go when I go places like with my wife. The hotel bar is never um, the bar we wanted to go to. Yeah. We already had bars in mind. But, like, business trip, can't get to sleep the first day, need a little medicine to put you to sleep, sitting in the hotel bar buying $7 fucking <laughs> uh, Longhorn, or not Longhorn, uh, Lone Star lager that's just fucking PBR packaged differently. And uh, talking to somebody from Houston that's, or from fucking Corpus Christi that's in Houston for the weekend on business, that's like, that's a good time. Sounds like it. I like a sad bar situation. Yeah, I definitely, uh, I'm a dive bar guy. Okay. I love a good good dive bar. Nobody's judging you in a dive bar. Sure. I mean, they probably actually are judging you more harshly because they're they have nothing else going on in their life in a lot of cases. I like it. In my experience, dive bars are... You can talk to anybody in a dive bar. Oh, you, do you, like, go out of your way to talk to people at the bar? Like the bar? Do you know me at all? That is not the case. Oh, good. I, was, I uh, would hate that if I was at a bar and somebody that looked like Just you... Some rando came up and started talking to you? Yeah, yeah I don't... Typically, I, I did have a time. One time, my wife and I were in Portland, and we were uh, drinking at some place, and we met this dude who was like a gay dude from Vancouver, Washington, or uh, Vancouver, BC. I still have his name and his phone number in my phone. We've been begging for years. <laughs> no, we uh, we went and hung out with him at like a. He was going to the same place we were going, and he was waiting for an Uber, and he's like, do you guys want to share my Uber? And we are like, oh, dude, that would be amazing. And we talked to the Uber, and his name's Dave Roberts. Dave Roberts, Vancouver, BC. Uh, maybe not gay. I thought he was gay. I can't remember, though. This was oh, years you don't ago. even know that he was gay. I think I remember him being gay. Boy, if he is and hadn't told anybody. What if I just knew and before he knew? I'm like the Google oh, algorithm. Wow. wow. Did you... Uh... Did you smoke ever as an adult, like while smoke you were, weed? When you were uh, no cigarettes? Like when you were uh, of oh, legal yeah. age to drink? Yeah, dude. Okay, uh, I for miss, many years. I miss those interactions so much. So when I uh, I have a joke about going to Atlanta, I still smoked when I went to Atlanta, mm-hmm. and uh, I was not dating my wife yet, 
and uh, they were like, I used to go to back then you in Atlanta, and I, you might still be able to, but back then you could there were some bars you could smoke in, and they were like, we would go, they would come with me, like me and five black dudes go to the smoking section. I'm the only person smoking. I'm wearing. Uh, I also it was funny because jerseys like weren't wearing like sports jerseys was like not cool for like that year um, yeah and they were like uh, I was wearing a Cubs jersey in the smoking section and everybody talks in the smoking section for yeah. some reason yeah. it's actually the, I, I will agree it's the one place where I will accept small talk is you're yeah. drinking smoking a cigarette maybe asking someone for a lighter you uh and like women were like very friendly. Women are friendlier in the smoking section. Uh-huh. The, women that smoke are friendlier than women that don't smoke. I would agree with that. And I say this as a person whose wife does not smoke. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, dude, we're from now on, we're gonna wear jerseys and go to the smoking section. This is the way to live. I also like, I don't know if it was, uh, if it's a Georgia thing or not. Uh, Racism? There's definitely some of that. Um, we went to this place, it's called like Wild Bills, and it's, uh, I believe it is the largest by square footage dance club in Georgia. Is it a, uh, what kind of dance? You would think it's like country uh-huh. by the name. Uh-huh. Uh, at least the night we went, it was not. Okay. Um, and so we stayed, there's like, it's almost like a big, uh, like theater in the round type of like situation or like a, what's that called like a medieval times where there's like a big area like an enormous dance floor and then there's like a surrounding like concourse basically oh. and we I stayed in the concourse I'm not going to the fucking dance floor yeah but um so that night it was it was him up but so they also had dollar Coors lights and they not only did they have dollar Coors Lights, they had someone selling Coors Lights in the smoking section. Like oh, it was damn. a baseball game, and they had like just a cooler with a bunch oh, of cans of Coors Lights. Dream. And so I was like buying, I'd be like, I'll buy a round for everyone. Yeah. Six bucks. Yeah. And these yeah, dudes, and we were like early 20s, right? So there's like a, a thing where you're not a real adult yet. Uh-huh. They were like, wow, is this like a Washington thing? Do you guys like buy each other rounds? And I'm like, Dude, it's six bucks. Like, <laughs> you can buy the next round, and we'll. Uh, so yeah, they they learned. This is the the cultural experience that I brought to Georgia for these guys was uh, go to the smoking section. Where, this is by the way. I wish you could see video of this fucking podcast because Jess is so disengaged with this conversation. He's taking the adhesive there from parking is, things off of my fucking window. There have been leave like them there. 14 parking stickers that, that you just leave the sticker residue all over there. I don't I don't know how you live like There's this. There's a full sticker. I just gave him a full sticker that's been on my window. I'm going to use it. Obstructing time. my view the whole time. Yeah. The moment we just been fucking crazy. won't shut the fuck up the rest of the drive. The moment the podcast starts, he's scraping adhesive off my window with his thumbnail. Like a good pot. That's actually how Howard Stern got his start, you know? <laughs> God. Have you been to, uh, speaking of the, like, country dance places, have you ever been to one of those places where they do, like, the line dancing? Mm-hmm. I've never been. It seems like a... Uh, I've never done it. 
Right. It just seems like a fun environment. Seems like everybody's having a good time. You like a place with only white people, is what you're saying. You want exclusively white people at a place, and then you you have fun. I don't dislike it. (laughs) That's why you do comedy? Yeah. It's for the whiteness? (laughs) Yeah. I gotta see them whites. We did play a golf course yesterday that's like a... They call them, it's called, it's semi-private. The It's Fairways in Cheney. It's just called Fairways. Did you notice, though, that the pro shop is called Whites? You brought this up to me. The, the pro shop is called Whites. We had two comics that came to golf with us. Content going up on Road Hacks on YouTube. Uh, two comics. Subscribe, like, smash that like button. Uh, Jess is like an unofficial partner. He's a partner in everything other than if it ever makes money, I'll never get the sentiment. <laughs> but, um, he was on the first episode. Oh my god. Uh, Jess just, uh, just doing a lot of fucking off. Like, if we were on camera, it would be, you know, just a great time. Get, get, uh, I'm a good co pilot. Your wiper's on, it's not raining. It'll be raining in moments. It doesn't appear that way. Oh my god, I wish Jess would house. shut the fuck up. I wish we weren't doing this podcast. I wish we had video. This is a beautiful drive. Um, but so, the the golf course, uh, we show up, we have paid... By the way, what is it called? Golf Now is an app? You should, you should get this one, actually. Oh, yeah. Golf Now, they have these, like, deals... So normally to play 18 at this place with the golf cart, to play 18 and walk is like $55. Oh, shit. And then it's like 15 more for a golf cart. We got nine holes with a cart for 15 bucks, plus fees and shit, but 15 bucks. So you and I both got golf carts because the idea was that we were going to share a golf cart with uh, Steve Johnson and Charles Hall. These are two, two comics that were golfing with us and uh, Steve shows up and he gets a third golf cart they're just handing out golf carts they're Oprah Winfrey and golf carts to people right (laughs) I was like wouldn't it be fucked up if Charles shows up and this country club with a fucking pro shop called Whites doesn't give Charles a golf cart and then they didn't give Charles a yeah, golf cart. Yeah. We, we consolidated down to two golf carts after this. But at one point, Charles was segregated from golf cart Well, possession. he also walked up without clubs. So I'm like, did they also take his clubs away? <laughs> like, you can't even golf anymore. Yeah. Not, not just here, anywhere. Right, yeah. This, it's done. So we're driving. This is a part of... Uh, this is George. And then on the other side of the river is a vantage yes and this is one of those things we were talking about on the drive where this like columbia river valley that's right here with columbia river gorge yes is one of those things where like i get like look at this how steep that fucking cliff is yeah it's just the, the where the rivers eroded where i'm like i get how these like primitive folks believed in supernatural uh deities because it's so the shit that you see here is so profound you know what I mean it's so like such a drastic landscape breathtaking 
Breathtaking. I said that yesterday. I listen. It'll take your breath right away. Um, Have we passed the wild horses? I saw the sign. I don't think so. I think they're up there. They're, oh, no, they're over there, right over there. You know those aren't real horses. Are they not? They're, they didn't, wait, did they, did they at least dip real horses in bronze? I think that's how that worked. That's good. That's what I want. I want living horses to be... It appears they just dropped molten bronze on top of a pack of wild horses in action, because a lot of them are galloping, it seems. True, true. That's, bronze is pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah, like this, which you can't see audience, but the like as you're coming down I-90, going across, it's like pretty fucking amazing. Also, like, it's crazy that a river can be so big that it's like a lake. Right. Have you ever ridden a jet ski? Oh, have I? Oh yeah. Yeah, my I want a jet ski so bad. The only time I ever uh, drove a jet ski, I think I told you about this trip. For, oh yeah, I told you because my friend, my high school best friend Matt and I, when I was younger, I used to go to Lake Chelan with his family. I went a couple times, maybe once, maybe just once. And uh, we would stop in a town called Leavenworth, which is like a Bavarian village. I, I By the way, I think Leavenworth's corny as fuck. I don't like it. Yeah, like the outskirts are wonderful, but like, yeah, that little town... Uh, it's just what they, good for shirts, though. Yeah, that. If you're looking for a T-shirt. By the way, I was gonna tell this story so everyone else could be in on this <laughs> joke, and then you just do the like the punchline <laughs> as though anyone's gonna get it. Now I have to explain that you did the punchline. You're so bad at this. You're so bad. You're self-conscious about being bad at podcasting, and then you just keep getting worse. Um. Yeah, my takeaway from Leavenworth, this Bavarian village where they'll take like a like a Starbucks and make it like medieval fonts. <laughs> you gotta have there's like a city ordinance that every it's like ye old Albertsons grocery store, you know what I mean? It's fucking it's not ye old, but it's like might as well be. Um It'll be like a Howard Johnson hotel and it's got the stupid Bavarian uh, like garden um is it called a trellis? Is it a trellis? I feel like a trellis. Yes. Is it a trellis? Yeah. Look at me being a homeowner. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like, and then all the, you know, like the, they have a beer place there that's like, they got like three German beers and then 40 craft beers, which is fine. But I got a 20 ounce beer and it was like $27. Jesus. It's like fucking highway robbery. I, I think that that's the worst thing the Germans have ever done charged me $27 for a beer. It's up there. Uh, anyway, though, we went, we did uh, Lake Chelan. We, uh, they, he, they like rented a jet ski for a couple hours that, so my buddy and I could ride it, drive it. And my buddy did the thing where you, look at, look at how fucking clear my windows are, by the way. I'm going to turn my wipers on. Have you recently replaced your uh, wiper blades? Oh my god. This is not a good podcast. <laughs> Do you ask that because they work so well? 
I, uh, I'm a stickler for replacing wiper blades. Wow, this is a great, this is a great topic. Just good change. We were, we were definitely headed down something that was going to be worse than wiper blade talk. Um, he was in, he crashed the jet ski and it was like the wind was blowing him faster than he could swim. So we were like, he was like losing ground oh, on the jet ski. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So eventually, like, the jet ski just, like, until he could get back on his parents' boat, he just, like, they had to chase down the jet ski in the boat. And it took, like, it was a long, like, a 20 minutes of the two It was hours. just drifting from window, not actually running? Yeah, correct. Okay, okay. I think, yeah, I think they have the thing where you, like, connect the key to your, right. yeah, life jacket. I'm, uh, I was on a boat on Wednesday, and every time I'm on a boat, I get why people like boats, but there's so much hassle to boats, and oh, the guy yeah. that gets to drive the boat gets the least fun out of the boat, arguably. For sure. Like, my dad, we had a, we had a small, like, old boat growing up, and my dad, uh, loved it, and I never got it, because it's like, we would do, like, inner tubing and stuff, but not... I guess you just like it's like driving a car. Dri well, I will. I was gonna say driving a boat is much more dicey than driving a car because there's not lanes or anything, and you're dealing with other boats. And especially when you're towing somebody, swinging them around, you also have to navigate and like watch out for what the other boats are doing. Right. Um, so my I had. And a the buddy, other thing is you're fucking hammered while you're. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I had a buddy that um, his family had a cabin on. Mason Lake, in, just out of like uh, Belfair, and uh, so we would go out on a boat a lot, and then his sister had a jet ski that was held there. Uh, we weren't supposed to ride it, but boy Good. did we. <laughs> and just the time of my life riding a jet ski. The freedom, open air, it's like being on a motorcycle, but you're floating. Yeah, it's kind of like that. It's much worse than think a motorcycle would be because I don't know uh, the thing about you think a jet ski is less fun than a motorcycle yeah, maybe you're right maybe you're right Jess maybe you're right I might be finally finally one thing broken clock <laughs> you are a broken clock no but I uh, with a broken cock and jet skis aren't they're Your pretty reasonably reasonably priced snapped in you half can get a, you can get a jet ski you can get motorcycles for pretty cheap too actually yeah, but if, I'd rather fall off a jet ski than a motorcycle. Yeah, of course, of course. You don't gotta I mean, wear a helmet on a jet ski. If you fell off a jet ski on land, that would be more embarrassing than falling off a motorcycle. <laughs> it's really the land that's the problem, not the right. vehicle. If you could ride yes. a motorcycle in the water. Oh, there you go. I've seen it. People briefly, do yeah, briefly. briefly. Less riding and more plunging. <laughs> Are you a motorcycle? Have you ridden a motorcycle as an I adult have, forever? I've ridden like a little dirt bike. I had a friend that had a little like Honda 80 dirt bike. I have been a, uh, is it a passenger still on a motorcycle? I've ridden on the back of a motorcycle several times. What would it be other than a passenger? I don't know, it's like the same as uh, you said drive a jet ski, which frustrates me because uh, you ride a jet ski, you don't drive a jet ski, you ride a motorcycle, you don't drive a motorcycle, so I didn't know if there's a different word 
for a passenger on a motorcycle. Why do you not drive it? I believe is what they call it. Why would you not? Why is it not driving a motorcycle? I don't know. Because words. Okay, so define those words. If you think it's so fucking simple, why is... I'm not a dictionary. I just... People generally don't say you drive a motorcycle. You say you ride a motorcycle. Type it into Google. I think when you're riding a motorcycle... You are insufferable. Riding a motorcycle to me, that's you could be driving or riding it, but driving it means you're actually the one driving it. Okay. Because I'm looking I, it up. Do you drive How am I not riding this riding car then? Why am I not riding this car? How often do you hear people say they're riding their car? No, that's my you point. You can ride in a car. Right. Do you drive or ride a motorcycle? Somebody else has asked this. You don't drive a bicycle or motorcycle, you ride a motorcycle. This is in uh, english.stackexchange.com. I don't know what that is. That's all it says is you don't drive it, you ride it? Just in quotes. It's the first thing. Give me a reason. I'm not going to read this. This motherfucker is is so (laughs) bad. He's trying to hand me a pair. Grammar now. Drive or ride a motorcycle. Full explanation. Let's see what this says. If I have data. Oh, God. Oh, it's. Got Gotta wait for air. your Linux phone to fucking catch up. Jesus. A motorcycle is often considered quite similar to a regular vehicle, especially in terms of driving laws and rules. This can often bring forward the question, do we drive a motorcycle similar to a car, or do we ride a motorcycle like a bicycle? Let's see. There's nothing... Boy, that's, this isn't a quick explanation. This Here's what I'll good. say. I think when I'm making the, sting, the distinction between being a passenger or a rider or a driver, <laughs> I'm making a dis- an important distinction there because you could ride on the back of a motorcycle. Being If you're riding a motorcycle, in my opinion, yeah. it's not clear if you're the passenger or the driver. If you have been on a trip on a motorcycle... Would you say you went for a drive or you went for a ride? I would say, um, how did I let this happen? If you have any subscribers to your podcast previous to this, you don't anymore. I, yeah, trust me. You think oh, I'm we're going to die. Yeah, this, uh, oh, semi really, they worry me. I don't like them. We did have a couple close calls on the drive here too. Yeah. Uh, anyways, have you driven a motorcycle <laughs> many times? You said a dirt bike. I rode a moped. Yeah, a rode a moped. Can't drive a moped. That's stupid. <laughs> uh, Mopeds look fun. I would love to have a moped. So my dad got into two really severe motorcycle accidents when he was in his 20s before I was born. Here's the story I tell is this true? I don't know. It's how I remember it. It's the truth that I remember. He had like the second uh, ever ACL reconstruction in Washington State. Oh. He had a. Uh, Can he walk still? Yeah. The, like, did it take? Yeah, he had to be on crutches for 13 months. Um, he so this was the his first accident. He uh, ruptured his spleen, and I think Jesus. got the knee injury. The second one, he broke his back. His uh, he used to be flat-footed, and now his foot snapped in half, like this. God. 
And now he has to wear arch supports because the arch is so pronounced. Just in the one foot, though. He didn't break both I believe of his that's, feet. I believe that's correct. Wow. Uh, ankle, fucked up ankle. He said like 30 Boy, plus. What centers. punishment for getting back up on that horse, you know? Yeah. A worse accident the second time? Yeah. Does he ride still? No. Okay. He hasn't ridden since then. Okay. And he's like really adamant that I should not. Yeah. And so I don't. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's like a thing to me. Uh, to me, the like risk. Also, like yesterday, the show we did. I was just going to bring that up. I don't get the thing where it's like, oh, we're going to, let's go not only take this, this vehicle that's incredibly unsafe, but let's also drink some alcohol before we get onto a motorcycle. Yeah. And not wear a helmet. Yeah, those folks were not wearing a helmet. One of four people that showed up, clearly having just ridden motorcycles, rode. Some ridden. of them probably rode. Yeah, some of them rode. Some might have uh, driven. <laughs> yeah, one helmet. One yeah. helmet. But they don't allow weed. <laughs> you can't, you can't smoke pot. But by all means, jump on a motorcycle with no helmet. That was an odd show that I meant to bring this up during the show, but it was a... It was the back room of a bar inside of a vape shop. So they had a clear demarcation where the vape shop ended and the bar began, which was like... It was like concert girders and caution tape that was like, do not even think... About buying vapes if you came in through this side, you piece of shit. And then the vape, but the vape counter would go behind the bar. Right. And so it was like, it was odd to me. And then in the back room, what I thought might happen was people would just be vaping the whole time. And what I will say is, I don't think it's, I don't think it's sanctioned by the venue. I, I caught a couple of vape. You know, the, I got the like cotton candy smell. Oh, did you? I a couple times. I didn't really notice. The guy in the front. So the host was this dude, Jay Bird, and there was a guy in the front row that started talking like, <laughs> like really early in Jay's Immediately. set. And he goes, "Shut the fuck up!" <laughs> I loved this so much because it made it so that it truly made it so none of us had to deal with this guy. Yeah. This guy was like on his best behavior the rest of the yeah. show. Jay goes up, starts his set. The guy talks, he goes, he doesn't even go, like, try to make it, like, like, uh, like, play it off. He yeah. goes, shut the fuck up. Move starts going again. The guy starts talking again. He goes, I'm serious. Shut the fuck up. And, like, went off on him for, like, a minute or two. Yeah. And then the guy was great. No problems. The rest, nobody. That's, ne- I've never seen that work. I I've saw... never seen starting out super aggressive and telling someone to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Work. Yeah. He had a good set, too. Uh, I did see, though, later in the night during your set, there was a guy that started, like, talking loud in the back. Mm-hmm. And his wife turned around and very angrily told him to shut the fuck, fuck up. Fuck, yes. Did, you say, did she say shut the fuck uh, up? It appeared... So she, like, turned around and was looking at him like, hey, quiet. And then, like, he was just like, what? Like, I'm not doing it. And she, like, leaned in and very sternly said something. I assume it was shut the fuck up. Good. At a, at a girl. The look on her face said shut the fuck up, if nothing else. And um, boy did he. He shut good. the fuck up. There was a dude with a, a, like a sweater. I have this joke about the American flag right now. And I saw a dude with a crew neck sweater 
I think wool sweater. Yeah. Oh yeah. Full, yeah. not full American flag. The flag in this print is blown up so big that he's got like one quarter <laughs> of the American flag yeah. as this. Uh, and then another guy had a cowboy hat that was in an American flag pattern. Oh, I didn't even notice the pattern of it. I yeah. just noticed the hat. That he was wearing a cowboy hat. But like one of those fancy cowboy hats that like women typically wear. With very bent brim. Yeah. I mean the side brim's all bent up. Yeah, it looks, it's more like uh, you expect him to be panning for gold than, than. <laughs> there was a true real life cowboy at the first show. Do you, do you remember, did you ever watch the show Baskets? Yes. So that guy reminded me of um, the guy that owns the rodeo uh -huh. in Baskets. Yeah. Where he's like, this guy was like a full on cattle rancher, Had but also bandana. bandana around the neck, cowboy hat. Denim, Deep in the throes of dementia. Denim like, button-up shirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah denim button-up shirt. And he, uh, like, he fully didn't understand that I was joking about him. And so, at a point, I was like, this is like now become elder abuse that I keep talking to this guy. I gotta quit talking to this guy. And then he left, and I said, uh, like, thank you, sir, I know it's past your bedtime. And then he just like wanted, he wanted to have a full conversation with me while I was on stage. I liked him, it was fun. Yeah. I also accused the crowd in Wenatchee of being racist multiple times and they laughed every single time. Yeah, which a lot of times you can only go to that well so many times. But the only person at that show that I feel like I really lost was, there was a lady there that kept talking about being Hispanic and then I said something about it, and she's like, no, I'm actually not Hispanic. And I was like, are you, like, Iranian? Like, what is the... And then she came up to me after the show, she's like, I actually am Hispanic. And I was like, okay, what was that that we did then? Yeah. Like, what what improv game did we just Unbit. play? <laughs> you also... Uh, this made me very nervous. You talked to that <laughs> table and then referenced the cartel. Yeah, that was a mistake. Which... Uh, are present in Wenatchee. Yes. <laughs> I thought about that as it was happening. I'm like, oh, uh... And yeah. after the show, we, they stayed at that table, and the guys kept looking over at us, and I thought we were gonna get skinned alive. Oh, that's funny. I was pretty sure we were fine, but I'm, uh, just an ignorant whitey. Um, the... I also have a joke where I reference, I didn't do it yesterday, I, did, I changed it yesterday and it seemed to go okay, but I, uh, I referenced the Hells Angels. And oh, I don't, don't want to reference yeah. the Hells Angels specifically, I don't mind referencing like biker gangs, Yeah. but like the Hells Angels, I don't have any, I don't have any beef with the Hells Angels, I love them in fact, I love the, I like the cartel, I like the Hells Angels, <laughs> you're my favorite people, uh, I think you're great. Um, the bikers last night turned out to be decent folk. They were, they seemed nice. The I, older guy, not so much. He didn't, uh, it did not appear that he enjoyed any part of the show or just didn't want to, he's like one of those that's like too tough to laugh. Yeah, he can't be, can't be seen laughing. I do think he laughed at part of what you said, but that makes me pretty upset that he hated everything I did because I know you didn't see he must have laughed a lot when you went and got your beer, I think. That was oh, I'm sure uproarious. Yeah, he was. In fact, I couldn't He might have him. just not wanted to laugh in front of me. He was Because I was sitting directly behind him, so he's probably not 
probably playing a tough guy. He wanted you to feel good about your set. Yeah. That yeah. you did. You went short yeah. on it. Very uh, compassionate old biker. Yeah. I used to work with this dude named Dennis, who was a biker and then went to prison for biking too hard. He was. The thing was, he did a lot of driving. And not riding. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. That's apparently that. illegal. You it's apparently illegal. If it's not, it should be. He drove very hard as a biker, and they were like, you can't, we got to put you in prison for this driving. <laughs> and uh, it was interesting because <clears throat> when, this is why I don't want to make jokes about the Hells Angels specifically, and why I was stupid to make jokes about the cartel is. It's very funny to make those jokes until a person's actually involved in that shit, and then they're like, of course, like, making prison jokes, uh-huh. very fun. Yeah. Until you're talking to someone who's actually been to prison. Yeah. And they don't find those jokes as yeah. funny. It's uh, a lot of the disrespect. Time. You're disrespecting. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I wonder if that guy's still alive. He was pretty old. <clears throat> he was pretty old when I worked with him. I think they were afraid to fire him. Because he was like, you know, he drove bikes. Yeah. Too hard. What did he go to prison for? I think it was like a racketeering-ish kind of thing. Like, Oh, interesting. Uh, maybe, like, it might have been tax evasion, but tax evasion being like the way they get bike drivers to... Uh, <laughs> To prison without having to have evidence of other crimes that they uh, might have, uh-huh. other times they might have driven their bikes, you know. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh. Yeah. What was there anything else eventful at that? Um, we both had a lady come up to us and say, oh, "Thank you yeah. for the red pill moments." And I do have a joke right now that's, I feel like, politically neutral, but it is not because it doesn't talk about politics. Not because it doesn't reference, like, it makes fun of, I think, both sides of the political aisle. Right. But, uh... She said that to me, Right, and, and you're like, I don't have a you're single like, political joke. Yeah, my joke is like, by the way, it's not, like, that political. It's just... Like, it references... I just talk about my neighbor that has a Trump sign. It's really the... And uh, some other political... And my other neighbors that have, like, liberal political signs. Right. And, um... Anyway, yeah. But your act is, like, completely apolitical. Even you, like, reference having a gun, but I don't think... I don't think anyone comes out of that, like, Jess is a gun advocate. Right. You know? I mean, yeah... Yeah, that, uh, they didn't, I felt like they didn't understand why anybody would be afraid of a gun. Yeah, that is true. Um, but yeah, the, I, whenever something like that happens, I'm really glad she said it to you too, because I'm not trying to red pill anyone in the <laughs> audience, you know what I mean? And uh, I don't, I have not had a red pill moment in my life that I'm aware of. So I'm glad she said it to you because it made me self-conscious. I'm like, am I doing comedy that's like pandering to the wrong uh, yeah. people? Right. I don't want a joke that's pandering. I don't want a joke like that that's 
specifically pandering to one side or the other. Yeah. <clears throat> Even though I probably agree with one side more than the other, I want everyone to enjoy my comedy. Yeah. Uh, we were, uh, I just said last night, you are a very universal. Put you anywhere. Universal and generic. That's another way to put it. Generic. Oh, trash. I wouldn't say that. I'm a unique butterfly. Not to your face anyway. <laughs> um, we did a one-man scramble. The video will be out. Oh. The video will be out, and uh, we can't we can't forgotten? give we can't give away the results. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm glad you said something. I'm so proud. Exciting, exciting round. Don't say you were proud, motherfucker. You just gave away the results. Exciting match. We played. I played maybe the best golf of my life. You were playing very well. And you played okay, and then played better. First par six I've ever played. Didn't know they existed. We I th thought it was a lie. Yeah, like a 740-yard par six. Fucking crazy. We parted. Yeah. Pretty yeah. impressive by us. Yeah. Two-man scramble. I went driver off the deck. Kudos to them for taking up all the land they bought. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where they could have housed some uh, homeless people right. instead. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just make this added fairway way too long. <laughs> Alright, do you have any parting shots before this is over? Because I'm sick of talking to you. I want to drive well, the rest I of the always have, I always have fun on these trips. I, have, I am appreciative of your generosity. Well, that makes one of us. Uh, I, th I think uh, I think we, uh, we have a good time. We have a good time. I also enjoy it. Um, hopefully, I never go to Post Falls again. Actually, I like Post Falls. That's all right. That's Both those right. places that we went, Post Falls and Wenatchee, are places that if, like, I didn't have to travel, oh, I, I would could like easily to say, live. I would like to say, if you are the kid that works at Zips in Post Falls and you happen to be listening... He's a big fan. He, Please work harder. Well, again, I mean, what There's are we doing? You're going to... This is, this is no good. you got to tell the story. Okay, so we go... I've never been to Zips... We see a Zips and Casey just starts raving. You gotta try Zips. Oh, have you ever had Zips? It's wonderful. Zips is a Spokane uh, or a Eastern, Eastern regional east of the fast food chain. It's staple. A in staple, Seattle, it would be it. like Dicks. Right. It would be like In and Out in California. Right. Uh, so we go to Zips. They did have a good burger, the Belly Buster. You recommended the Belly Buster? Slice enjoyed, of ham? I enjoyed the Belly Buster. I do enjoy a slice of ham on a burger. We have very similar tastes in burgers. We walk into Zips, and there is a maybe eight. He had tattoos. I wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't 18 and they were illegal. You think that kid has the initiative to go get illegal tattoos? I feel like he came out of a rough, a rough and tumble <laughs> group that his maybe his stepdad gave him a tattoo drunk one night uh, I didn't get a good look at the tattoo but this kid clearly did not want to be working at Zips and behaved in such a way that he will for the rest of his life 
be working at Zips <laughs> or places similar. Uh, what did he say to us? I can't remember uh, verbatim what he said to initiate our order, but it was something along the lines of, what, do you what are you going to get? Something like that. He was pretty upset to have to do anything. Well, I, I would say the overall environment at that particular Zips, I don't, I don't know how they are. I don't know what the Zips culture is like. I don't know what the yeah. corporate messaging is like. Yeah. But... It you, almost looked like it could have been a mother and father working the kitchen of the Zips and their kid was forced into working the front of the Zips. So we walked in and he... This man is manning both the drive through and the front counter. And then, did you see the, like, slack-jawed, presumably the manager, yes. come over and take the headset away? Yes. That might have been a sadder man. I, I think that dude gets oh, sure. underrepresented in this story yeah. as the bad yeah. employee of Zips. Yeah. And now, I, I, to, I will say I have worked fast food. I know how shitty a job it is. Also, I know how stressful a job that can be. Yeah. However, they were not busy at all. There, yeah, there were no two stress. people. There, there were, two were no people in the restaurant and happening. maybe one in the drive-through than us. But this kid took Casey's order first, and Casey seemed like he'd never ordered anything from a fast food restaurant. I will, I will agree. He didn't know the size. He didn't give a size. He didn't say to go. The kid, I remember the kid asked, do you want it for here to go? Casey didn't hear him. And the kid got so visibly frustrated. Well, because this is the thing. I heard him talking, but he's like mumbling. mumbling. Everything was through yeah. a mumble. He's like, everything was through a mumble. You know what I mean? That was you, do you want a medium? Or is medium okay? He may have been on like Xanax or something. I think he was fucking sipping lean in the back it, of the... It, that's very possible. And I get it. I've worked fast food high the whole time. Yeah. You gotta do something to, to make it Wait, to make it fine. This so kid didn't let's seem clarify. Like did you think I didn't seem like I'd ever ordered fast food in my life? Yes. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, having worked fast food, it's I uh, it frustrates me to hear somebody order fast food and then like they don't give the size or things like that just in the order and that has to be uh this is how it happened i knew the burger that i wanted i said it i could i didn't i didn't notice that there was like the combos on that menu right and by the way we're very tired we woke up early drove many hours played 18 holes of golf on two different courses like um and maybe this kid had the same day yeah he did he actually opened for us in wenatchee (laughs) drove he played he caddied for us on the golf course right and then was very frustrated that we got to move on with our day and he had to go work his job at Zips. And I... But no, so I said, I want the belly buster, can I make it a combo? And he goes, yeah, a number 10. Right. And I was like, oh yeah, cool, a number 10. And he's like, you know what I'm gonna... And that meant is medium okay. So I had to ask him, like, what? And then he said, um... <laughs> Which meant it's a fear to go. But again, I had to ask. I actually, it was such a mumble that I didn't even register it as not him even talking to me. It. Yeah, yeah. The look, see, he, was he wearing a hat? Yeah. So, okay, he, 
put both hands on the counter, as one would do in frustration. Yep. He then looked up in the air, took his hat off, put his hat back on. Did this really happen? Yes. Yes. Wiped his brow as though he was perspirating. He was so frustrated. And then said, for here to go, yeah. it was the most clear thing he had said all day, probably. Yeah. And then Casey answered, and then he kind of rolled his eyes and aggressively pressed the buttons. It was uh, the first consonants he had enunciated the entire fucking day. Otherwise, he's all vowels. This man's all vowels. And so now it's my turn to order, and I'm in there. I know what I want, I know the size I want, and I know to You go. want this guy to love you. I quickly, well, I've... I've, I know his frustration because it's like, look at the fucking menu, man. If there is a number 10, if you just looked further See, to the right. here's a flag It's too big to be half-masked. Yeah, they're going to have to burn that thing. It's not touching the ground. It's close. It's If it touches that... So, if that brush... I think that law is enough, fake, by the way. I don't think you have to legally do that. Did you grow up thinking that was a law that if a flag touched the ground you had to burn I thought it was just res a respect thing, not a law. Okay, but this is the thing about that though. When have we ever viewed burning a flag as respectful? This is what I don't get about that. It's like, oh, I don't get it at all. But you're also not supposed to put, like, make clothing of the American flag, which is funny because all of the most self-proclaimed patriotic people do that. Right. And it's like one of very few rules about the American flag. I think that's funny. At any rate, I your put dear, my order your dear in. Dear lover and zips. I think I, zipped. Zipped. I, zipped. I was zipping through my order. He's zip of zips. And he did seem appreciative of that, but didn't really want to show it. He was like, ah, fuck, I gotta. And, and he, he, like, he put the receipt down and slid it to me. And I've never. I didn't want to say anything because. I knew he immediately was going to go back into the kitchen and take a shit into both of our burgers. Yeah. And somehow piss into the soda machine before we got our yeah. our soda. Uh, but nothing frustrates me more than somebody working a shitty job and doing a shitty job of it because they don't want to be working there. Yeah, I think anyone thinking they are above the job they are doing and letting that manifest in low effort right. is annoying. What do you think that's going to get you? You know what I mean? Right. It's going to get you a first class ticket to right back here, motherfucker. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, I think he's awesome actually now that I, now that we talk it over I think he's cool and you suck actually. Um well, this whole thing about me not ordering fast food is, is uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, this guy can't, the thing is, is this guy can't assume that we're just both eating zips constantly. He thinks we're locals. We're not locals. We're fucking big time, out of town comedians from Tacoma, Washington, and unincorporated Kitsap County, Washington. <laughs> This guy thinks that we come in and we know the whole fucking Zips menu. No, motherfucker, we're not, we're not some local yokels like you're used to. Well, we I, are I big deals. It is just a fast food restaurant, which every single one of them is based the same way. You have small, medium, or large. I know, well, I was actually, when I was looking go. at the menu, I was like, 
surprised because they're not set up like the ones are now where the they have the combo and the sandwich price on the same square this had sandwich price and then a weird 1980s yellow menu that was the combos well we've really solved it jess i think we have it's smoky and my throat hurts because i've been yelling and uh and uh sucking your cock in the hotel room and uh also golfing and talking a lot because we were trying to make some content so I've talked more this weekend than I've ever wanted to in my whole life, and uh, I think the time is over. My time is over. It's crazy yeah. that the vape shop was the least smoky place <laughs> around the whole weekend. Yeah.